0: For it. Perfect day out. And did you say you're from the county? Where the sparkling rivers shine. Did I hear you say you're from the county? Then you must know this friend of mine. Where your eyes can see forever, through the skies so big and blue. Did you say? from the country hey, I'm right, from welcome the country into too. another edition of the 815 corner podcast i'm your host joe chats and today we've got a really exciting episode in a very exciting day from amateur soccer and amateur men's soccer nationwide as i'm joined today by dkc united president john hall along with midwest premier league president john hall adding all these titles the cat one of the barb soccer supporters shockers everything John Hall's involved everywhere super dad John Hall here Thank you John for joining us hey, thanks for
1: uh thanks for having me Joe do you want me to do a different voice for each character that I play or should I just if know, it would make you
0: happy okay. I'm, yeah, I'm cool. sure now that your kids are getting a little older you're kind of getting sick of doing that so sure. I can only imagine <laughs> yeah absolutely
1: absolutely but yeah all good what's is, going on
0: I'm just having a great time really excited it's fall in chicago it's getting to be that point i'm in a sleeveless shirt because i'm an idiot but it's what we have to do and it's really been an exciting 2022 for you the team the league uh over 500 finished this year five two and four fifth in the west in the midwest premier league after 2021 that really went a lot of directions for the men's team that we wouldn't want to go into too deep. How are you feeling after this season, given how the team played, how your staff operated, and we really had some wonderful fans as well?
1: Yeah, I think uh, we uh, definitely took a step in the right direction. Um, you know, I think as as you and I talked a year ago or whatever, you know, coming out of 21, at, at this time last year, um, Coach Gassan had stepped away. Uh, we had brought in Eric Luzzi as sporting director. Uh, we knew we needed to kind of shore up and put some resources into the, uh, you know, the soccer side of the club, uh, which has, uh, I I would say I've done a very poor job of leading. Um, so I'm happy that we have Luzzi. I think Luzzi's approach with uh, putting together the coaching staff with uh, Tim Romanello and uh, PJ Hamilton, who moved up from our men's reserve side uh, in 21, he came up to the first team um i think that that kind of tied things in really well and then i think they had a very good approach to sort of recruiting and rebuilding the roster and and looking at some of those things through uh, a different fresh set of eyes which was great um so i thought that was good um yeah I, i think i mean a lot of a lot of good things to take from uh from the last 12 months or so um certainly an improved record uh i could I could be a little critical of, uh, of things. Uh, the way we started was great. And the way we finished was not so great. Um, but still massive strides. You know, you, that's why uh, I'm sure we're all watching. Welcome to Rex. I'm like, you can't take every match as a, you know, you can't live and die by every match. We have to look at it from a little bigger point of view at the, at the board level where we, we really look at um, our mission of uniting our community through soccer and, um, and, and making sure that we're doing things to uh, to meet that goal. So, yeah, I thought it was a great step forward in 22.
0: And speaking of uniting the community in soccer, I thought one thing that came about really through the players and through the team this year was the uh, pool of local talent, right? In the Decal Brockford area, I, I think DKCU really in 2022 was able to utilize that talent Well, d1 d3 we got everyone locally for the most part and i'm I'm just curious about your opinion on that not only as a director of soccer but as a father living in this community just seeing the growth of the sport you've got players from niu getting drafted in mls seeing this the growth of the sport locally in your club obviously being a big part of it
1: yeah i think that's that's definitely um we found a a spot where maybe nobody was tying the soccer community together here uh and mm-hmm. i think we've done a done a good job of that i don't think that that was something we necessarily drafted up the strategy to do that we knew we wanted to bring people together and and grow the game of soccer and, and all the all the uh you know various benefits of it whether it's the health benefits the uh interacting as, as youth players and making friends and and just uh coming out and enjoying our games or or going to niu men's and women's games, whatever it is. Um, I don't think we knew exactly how to do that. I don't think anybody in America really knows how to do that. Um, and I would actually probably argue that a lot of, because the clubs are so historically ingrained in the culture overseas, that they probably wouldn't know how to do it either mm-hmm. um, to, to start from scratch. So uh, I think we've made some good strides. I think as far, I know the player pool. One of the things that Luzzi, um brought to me when he came aboard was like, Hey, I need to put a, a recruiting, um, plan together, not just on who I'm going to go get, who I'm going to talk to, but what are we, why, why should they pick us? And, uh, so we, we went through and added a few things to to what we do to give him something tangible to show these players. And, um, particularly on the men's side, um, the women honestly just kind of carried over success from 21 to 22. Uh, we could talk a little bit more about that, but, but Luzzi really, had to come off with this approach of of why should people drive out of the suburbs to play for us, or why should they drive from Rockford to play for us or or whatever it is? And uh, I hope that we delivered, I think the 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 survey uh, feedback from the players postseason uh, for all three um, men's, women's and uh, men's reserves teams. I, I think the 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 survey gave us some plenty of information to work with to continue to build that professional type atmosphere um and i think we we you know again made a good step forward i think the the local talent especially with the academy and stuff going right now i think we're just scratching the surface on on really being able to capture local talent uh and compete at a high level
0: and everyone needs to head over to dkcuacademy.org to get all their info about the Decal county united or dot com excuse me to get all that information, because it's really growing soccer in the right way in the community, as well as checking out that DKCU starter pack for a franchise. If you're trying to start your own club, this is the right way to do it. It kind of works out very well. Now, I'm curious, you mentioned the women's success, going where they did, State Cup, all of it. How are you able to compartmentalize finding the joy in those successes while also looking to build in other places?
1: uh you know and you know the the answer to that is i have no idea how we do it um there's (laughs) definitely days you know where you um you make your week based on the result and there's times when you quickly put it either you know put it behind you or whatever uh and sometimes good sometimes bad you know i i always um i always try to kind of separate myself from from the results and let the soccer people do the soccer things um i try to look at things especially this year i try to really look at things from a fan point of view in what is their experience at our matches um how can we promote both men's and women's games uh, how can we highlight our players better how can i you know nick our our director of media our our uh, he does everything online for us how can we provide him with resources to let him use his Talents to
0: you know to do well. The talents, we can't give Nick too many compliments. Hold on. Yeah.
1: Okay. Fair point. Fair point. And he, he'll love he'll love when he gets this recording too. He probably won't. Share well, we'll it.
0: test if he actually listens to everything okay. he gets. Yeah. This yeah. will be the way to find out. Yeah.
1: So I so I think that's been the thing is is yeah. I mean, obviously, you got to enjoy those those cup wins and our women being Illinois State Cup champions was great. Um, you know, looking forward to to seeing that continue to grow and and honestly, I think there was a lot of people that really enjoyed going to watch the women. Even more so than the men, and and I think there's there's um, there's an opportunity to connect with people in our community that may like one or the other or both or whatever. And I think again, it, it's like the more the more options we can give people to fall in love with the game, the better.
0: Exactly, it's about when it, 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 there's the convenience factor too. Some of us have to work on Saturdays. It's not the worst. Come out on Wednesday. There's women's games. There's reserves games. We want to see you there, and it's really great. Now, I've got to ask you, we're going to to shift to a different job, Mr. Midwest Premier League president over here. What did you see in the growth of the league through 2022 that made you excited? We had the South Conference edition. Uh, The West Conference was so competitive uh, in the East Conference, you saw teams coming from behind after a slow start to the season. Uh, some fell off. I thought it was one of the most crazy seasons you could ask for, especially at the amateur level.
1: Yeah, I think um, I think for me, being involved is uh, self-serving, and that I want a league that cares for my club to compete in. Um, and I figured if I do that, and that's how I feel, then there's other clubs. The the question as we started the league three years ago was do people, do clubs, do fans, do coaches, do players really care, or do they just want something shiny to say that they're part of? Um, I think the the beta test these first two years with not only started, I mean, I hate to say, it, but COVID was a good thing from a league <laughs> perspective because it allowed us time, and I still don't think we were ready, but it allowed us time to get more ready for 2021. Okay. And then The growth we had from 21 to 22, I think, showed that we're sort of on the right track. Um, Yeah, I mean, from on the field, again, you know, I don't talk about on the field a lot. Um, It was competitive. It was great. Um, I think we, again, figure out which clubs prioritize what. Do they prioritize trophies? Do they prioritize community engagement? Do they prioritize extra games for players? Um, And there's no wrong answer, right? Every club has its thing. Um, I think that was, that was a cool thing to see. One of the reasons I've always advocated in our competition, uh, sort of competition discussions is, you know, single table format. Do we start splitting into divisions and all these things? Mm -hmm. And I've advocated for the last couple of years that I'd rather play a club once and get a chance to see all these other clubs and what they do, right? If we get to go to these different home venues, how do they set things up? What do they do for their supporters? What's the experience like, um, yeah, it it could be easier to just do six teams and everybody play five home, five away, and you just beat each other up. But then you never, you're not even in a league with these other people. So I I, I thought the single table format has worked out really well. Um, I I just think it's it's you know it's far from perfect, but I think it's it's the best option both affordably and and what we provide and and what we are about as a league as well. I think it's the best option in the Midwest.
0: Yeah, of course, and I know one thing that I got a lot of great feedback on was the twenty dollars membership. Go with your team wherever you go, as long as you pick the right team uh, or your team. I thought that was a great option for fans, and yeah. I saw them using it throughout the summer.
1: Yeah, we, uh, you know, that was something else we came up with that we thought it was worth a shot. Um, we'll we'll take a look at that and see if the clubs want to do it again. We will if they don't, then we won't. We've actually talked about doing a, a full league membership. Where mm-hmm. you can go to every Midwest Premier League game all summer um and figure out what that's worth, and would anybody buy it? And if they didn't, that's okay too. And um, again, it's it's all about the clubs working together, right? I'd rather have I'd rather have two hundred fans come in that already bought a road pass yep. um than not come at all. So uh, you know, we all have our own opinions on that, but I'm glad to see it was it was a popular thing, especially in the Chicago area.
0: Oh, made it easy, and especially for. Not, yeah, I'm based in the city of Chicago. Obviously, you guys out in Sycamore and Decalb, but for the teams playing at Stewart Field in Chicago, I uh, over at IIT Edgewater had their grades set up at fire pitch. It just really did make it easier, and. Kudos to all the teams. I can only really speak from the West, but i heard from the East, from some of the people who worked with us, Kyle Clayton out there, who we have to give a big shout-out to for all the work he did, that fabulously talented young man now at Detroit City FC, being rewarded for his hard work, did a lot for us. But uh, it's just been fabulous to kind of watch that grow. And as we're going to talk about growth today, massive news for men's amateur soccer in the United States. The regional premier leagues agree to create national alliances, the press release that went out for the, the Atlantic Coast Premier League, the Cascadia League, the Eastern Premier Soccer League, Gulf Coast Premier League, the Mountain Premier League, the Southwest Premier League, and of course the Midwest Premier League, looking to bring together a sort of national championship, if you will, and please correct me where I'm speaking out of turn, I encourage everyone to look at uh, the press releases. They're all out on every league's uh, socials, league websites, everything. So please go check it out. It's a very exciting day. And, John, I'm just curious yeah. where your head's at, given, of course, you're going to be at the middle of it.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's come along, actually, fairly quickly. Um, we've, we've all, all those leagues that you mentioned, we've all been talking for a few years, you know, um, and really kind of trying to identify what, you know, what strengths do we have? What weaknesses do we have? What would we like to see differently and better? And I think as we all know, the, the variety of things that happen in various regions, USASA is made up of four regions. Um, You know, the way that they handle their competitions is different. Their leadership in each region is different. Um, And really trying to figure out what, what can we do to make all of that consistent um obviously usasa is sort of our governing body as amateur soccer um so how can we collectively now as as a a group of seven how can we talk with usasa and create opportunities that you know we can still offer this good affordable regional experience but maybe there's that cherry at the end that some clubs prioritize that they would like to be a national champion is there a way we can do that without sacrificing our regional, uh, regionalistic regionalism, whatever, Mm -hmm. like uh, how can we stay focused on what we're doing uh, locally and then still also offer that without a huge expense for clubs that want to participate. So um, we're going to be talking with USASA about a few ideas we have, and it may take some time, you know, ultimately it's about a little bit of strength in numbers and, Um, I I know Bill Marth in in the Eastern Premier Soccer League could tell you the exact number, probably. I think I think we collectively with affiliations and everything else represent five, six, seven hundred clubs across the nation. And um, we'll get a map put together. We have one, but we're, you know, discussing how to how to make it look nice. But there's areas that aren't covered on the map yet. We would like to we would like to fill those in and grow this alliance a little bit and um, and create a place. My goal again is I don't want a club to fold because they can't compete. I want to create a structure with USASA that allows a club. Maybe they struggle competitively. Maybe they struggle with off the field stuff, but let's create the the tiered system where they can select to move down. Maybe it's pro rel someday. Maybe not. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's just offering every community a chance to play at a level their community can sustain so clubs don't fold. They just move down and they get to a point where they can afford it. They can compete on the field and, and how can we work together? That's my personal ambition for this alliance is um, to collectively work with USASA to try to build a structure that makes sense. So every community can have a club. Some, I mean, I, you've mentioned DeKalb and Sycamore. I think we should have one in DeKalb and one in Sycamore and maybe there is Maybe they're in different leagues. I'm hearing a hall
0: family rivalry no, right beginning that to won't, start. No, oh yes. No,
1: I don't I don't think I have the uh, I don't think I have the bandwidth to to start another one from scratch, but but I think that just that's the level that I think if we can if we can somehow build out this system that makes sense, then I think uh, I think we'll have a better chance for clubs to sustain for the long term and start building those hundred year traditions.
0: So let me ask the overly ambitious question would u.s open cup qualifying ever be something that you would want associated with the title of this regional uh or nationwide league well i
1: yeah i mean i think that's a that's a logical thing again i don't think it applies to you know let's say it's 500 clubs that Mm -hmm. fall sort of under the umbrella i don't think it applies to probably most of them but the ones that it does I think that's the next logical step of of going to the next level in the Open Cup, obviously getting a chance to compete with um, whether we like it or not. Major League Soccer is Division One. It's the top dog to get a chance to go compete against the big boys at some stage or even a USL League One or a NISA club or whatever that looks like. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it'd be great. I, there's there's so many logistical and and administrative things with insurance and of course and and obviously the finances of of tr- committing to a tournament with travel as it is and things like that that again i think we'd have to offer what support we could but i don't want to break the bank of 30 or 40 or 50 or 100 clubs to send one out yes. into the world i i just don't think that that's going to hurt more than it's going to help and i think we have to figure out a way to uh, you know, whether it's working with, with corporate sponsors or whether it's working with, um, you know, USASA or other, other entities. Um, I think a lot of good can come from it. I think this alliance is going to be a really good thing. I think we just have to, uh, really kind of work through the, the details and the minutiae of it and see what, what everybody's willing to do. Um, but it certainly, it has the potential to be, uh, uh, quote unquote game changer in amateur soccer if we you know if we can pull it off and do it right
0: hey we're all rooting for it because I, I haven't seen this much excitement around amateur soccer in our country it, just since I've been following it I mean the media buzz has been great everyone seems to be excited about it and it should be right it's consolidation of people who all seem to have the same goals yep. in growing our game which is yep. really really what we want and John Hall, of course, one of the chiefs of growing our game in the Midwest. And John, thank you so much for joining us here again on the Eight One Five Corner Podcast—really, your podcast. If you want to say it, I mean, we'll add it to your I, titles.
1: No, I don't need anything else on the profile. I, I think I'm out of characters now. So it's perfect. Yeah, it, Joe.
0: LinkedIn's going to uh, block you eventually for uh, fraud. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine
1: too. No, I appreciate and thanks
0: for all you do, Joe. You helped. Oh. Uh, you helped out with the club. You helped out with the league.
1: Um, I've seen you covering all kinds of, especially soccer based things, maybe other stuff I just haven't noticed. Um, and if you ever, anybody ever needs a Millwall update, uh, Joe Chas. <laughs> Joe Chas is a good Ugh. follow.
0: Oh, yeah. But thanks exactly. for all you did. Oh, it's my pleasure. And if I may, Tom Arneson, Ben Rohde. Uh, Kyle through the league, great guys did great work all year. So Absolutely. shout out to all of them. They made me look a lot better than I actually could. So hey, you know,
1: and that and you know what? That's the funny thing. Like we uh, we just want to do something cool, right? We, and we don't really have the playbook. I mean, we come up with different questions and challenges uh, almost daily uh, as a league board and and trying to figure out the right way to do things and to take care of our clubs and to make sure that we can continue to grow each club in each community and do those things. I mean, it takes all of you and all of, all the people that are working on it. And uh, can't thank all of you enough for that.
0: Yeah. Well, we're all just happy to be a part of it. We love the game and we love what y'all are doing. And again, thanks to everybody for tuning into the 815 corner, head on over to DKCUnited.com. There's so much info. There's so much gear, every one of those jackets. It's a little too warm for me to be wearing my olive and York jacket today, but the DKCU jackets are fabulous. If you get in, get one of those, get one of the Academy ones. They all look good. They feel good. It really makes you look good. I got stopped on the street last week for wearing one. Someone thought nice. a soccer shirt, but that's a different discussion. Yeah, a yeah different yeah, yeah. day. Hey, it looks great. That's all that matters. So thank you, John. Thank you to everyone for tuning in. And we'll be back soon with more soccer. Who knows what the news will be that. Thanks, Joe.
1: Just a good old boy. Never meaning no harm. It's all you never saw Been in trouble with the law Since the day they was born